The Life, Love, and Leadership Podcast is a presentation of Marissa Q. Payne International, Dr. James Payne Speaks, and the Foundation for Successful Marriages with Rare Gem Productions. Learn more at SuccessfulMarriages.org. And here are your hosts, the doctor and the missus, Marissa Q. Payne and Dr. James Payne. Welcome back to Life, Love, and Leadership with Dr. James and Marissa Q. Payne. I am Marissa Q. Payne. And I'm Dr. James Payne. And we're super excited to have you back for another thrilling episode of the Life, Love, and Leadership podcast. If this is your first time listening, where have you been? A word of advice, you'll need a notebook for this podcast because in between all the laughing, we tend to drop some real nuggets, tips, tools, resources you can use in life, love, and leadership. (laughs) So grab a pen and hit the subscribe button or follow so that you don't miss a single tidbit. So, hubby. Yes, What's the big idea for today? Well, today, baby, we're doing it like this. We're wrapping up our Dating in the Age of COVID series, Inquiring Minds Want to Know. Yes. And uh, so we have some uh, extraordinary gentlemen that are joining us today, and we're super excited to unpack some ideas about what it's like to be dating out in these streets today. Mature and dating. Mature and dating, yes. Yes. Mature and dating, but still dating out in these streets. (laughs) what's, what's, What's going on in these streets today? Uh, from a through a mature lens, and so I think we have some mature gentlemen uh, joining us today, and I'm super excited to have these guys with us. Part two. Part two. Yes, we heard from the ladies, so today we get to hear from the guys. Absolutely, absolutely. But before we dive into that, I mean, we got to introduce these gentlemen. Okay. Uh, so joining us today, we have David Hawkins. Uh, David is a Gen X divorced single who is currently dating. Uh, he is a senior pastor and noted his biggest dating pet peeve as a lack of authenticity and the anxiety many express towards being married. What's going on, David? I am well. So glad to be on on this wonderful uh, podcast. Awesome. 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 Next, we have Justin Strayhorn. Uh, Justin is representing single millennials. Uh, Justin is an attorney and says his biggest relationship pet peeve is lying and a lack of communication. What's going on, Justin? Good morning, everybody. I appreciate y'all having me on the podcast and look forward to some uh, interesting um, and stimulating conversation this morning. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And finally, joining us, we have Chris Sanders. Chris is also representing single millennials. Uh, Chris is a studio owner and music producer and says his biggest relationship pet peeve is also lying and a lack of communication. What's going on, brother? Nothing yet. I'm so excited to speak to you all. (laughs) 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 These pet peeves, what kind of women? This is going to be interesting. Deception. Is real in these streets. Deception wow. is real yes. in these streets. Wow. I'm telling wow. you. I can't wait to learn more. Oh, so brother. It's been a long time since I've been in the streets. Yes. Oh, <laughs> these streets ain't meant to be neat or nice. At, at all. At all. At these streets, man. Oof. This is amazing. Yeah. So thank you guys for joining us today. We can't wait to get into this conversation. But before we do, I got to know what's going on in that pretty little head of yours. What's up, baby? (laughs) So this week, I have been thinking about um, hiring vendors, Mm -hmm. like hiring people and the challenge that comes when you're looking to like hire people, whether it's a plumber or a candlestick maker, (laughs) Mm. Mm. Um, it can be kind of challenging finding 
people to do work for you. Yeah. Um, especially, you know, like if you're trying to like have, you know, alignment mm. with your values and, you know, what you want. Um, so I had a little situation mm. where I was hiring a vendor for something, some services. Mm. And I was like this close, you know, like I did, you know, a call for proposals. I had like three proposals and I had kind of narrowed it down to this one particular person. And um, I happened to be looking at her social media mm. and she was like wilding out mm. <laughs> on social. Like, like she had a rapid succession of posts that were like condemning. So we happen to have different political views. And in general, like I could kind of handle that. But, you know, in this climate, so she happened to be a Trump supporter mm. And, like, she was just, like, just wilding out. <laughs> and then, like, as people were commenting, and it was, like, rapid fire. There were, like, multiple posts about, you know, um, you know, anybody that thinks the election hasn't been stolen is not woke. And Oh, wow. Why well, I may have given this away, so I probably shouldn't have said that, but... <laughs> But it was like stuff like that in like rapid succession and like, how dare you not vote for, you know, you didn't vote for, didn't think Kanye and you didn't believe Candace and you didn't believe, you know, just like the wildest stuff mm. as far, you know, and I'm just like, we're not aligned. And then like in the comments, people were like, oh my, so first I was like, oh, maybe her page got hacked. Like it mm. was that egregious. And then, but then she would comment and I actually talked to my daughter about it. And she was like, well, if her page got hacked, her friends would be on there saying like, are you okay? Or, you know, this yeah. is not like you. There yeah. was nothing like that. Like this was her Because if norm. I post something about Trump in a positive light, people going to check on me. Right. <laughs> facts. <laughs> Big facts. And so, you know, she was like, you need to see a psychiatrist. I was hard, you know, so I'm just like. I mm. can't hire you. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> but then I felt kind of bad. I was like, can I do that or can I not do that? Well, it raises an interesting question because it raises... Am I discriminating? Well, it, it raises yeah. an interesting question. You know, how important is it for you to be aligned politically and, and uh, ideologically with folks? So if I need somebody to install a garage door right. for me... <laughs> How important is it that we are politically aligned? I don't know. I know because a lot of times you don't know. But in this case, you actually had the opportunity to have the information and make the decision. And so what did you ultimately decide? Well, I unfriended her. And, you know, so but now I'm I have to go back and have the conversation. Mm. Right. Because I have we have I mean, I could ghost her. I'm not going to do that. That you my integrity won't allow me to I do that. So now I'm just like, OK, do I have to do I tell her why or do I just say I went into another direction and just leave it at that? What What do you guys think? Just do what you got to do. I think you ghost her. Yeah, ghost her. <laughs> 
And so, I, honestly, my perspective is kind of like, right, it's, it's your money and you're paying for a service, right? That's and so, money. just as you would choose a better plumber based on a skill set, like, you have that same decision to make based on what you know of that person. And so, yeah. from my perspective, it's like, if you're paying for a service, like I said, if one person is more skilled, or if you like the person who drives the blue truck better than the person who drives the red truck, then because you're paying, then you have that discretion to make that decision. And, and in this case, it would be a red truck. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Exactly. Just so you let that red right. truck drive on off, and you go with that blue truck. There you go. Oh, yeah. Your ability to pay gives you the ability to choose. I know. Yeah, so I think <laughs> what is what I'm wrestling with is. It, you know, yes. And that's how I felt. And I was just like, we're not aligned. And and for the record, this happens to have been was going to be like a marketing kind of role. So I'm just like, if mm-hmm. you don't know that that's not how you show up, mm-hmm. you definitely can't represent my brand. So um, but I'm just like, at the same time, I feel like it's the same kind of attitude that people use to discriminate. In other ways, right? So I'm just like, uh, you, but 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 at, but it is related to the kind of service that was being provided. So I I know I have a leg to stand on, and at the same time, it did it did. I was struggling a little bit for, but just like a little bit. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. It is your dough. It is your choice. You have that option to make that decision. And so I think we're deciding it is pretty important that, you know, you be aligned where you spend your money. Excellent. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. So yeah, we have it. Yeah. yeah, The eyes have it. The eyes have it. Bye, bad vendor. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. Um, yeah, so I'm just like, and, and I is, and that's just one example, but I think consistently it's not easy to find, to do business with people that align with your values. Mm. Um, and I don't know if that's just because I'm in an authentic way, I think, because I think for the almighty dollar, people will, you know, contort themselves in a, a, a myriad of ways. But when you find out, like Oprah says, I love this. She says, you know, when you find out who somebody is, believe them. Mm-hmm. And so when you find out who mm-hmm. that person is authentically, that's the information you play with, because people will change to try to, you know, convince you. Well, to do I business. know, like I had another <laughs> vendor come to the house, you know, without a mask. And I was just like, it's it's hard. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, I'm not going to be able to let you in. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm just yeah, like, no, no. So um, it's 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 really interesting. No. And I, like I say, I try not to be judgmental and stuff like that. So I'm just like, oh, it's it's a it's a struggle right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's that's what's on on my mind. All right, cool. So we are so excited to get into this conversation today, gentlemen. Uh, Thank you so much for being with us. Uh, This is going to be great. I have to say uh, we had an amazing conversation uh, with some um, uh, bachelorettes. Uh, (laughs) I will excuse the language uh, that that we met with. And so I'm so looking forward to this conversation, man. And uh, one of the questions that I think I want to get started with... uh, Uh, They left us with this question, and I want to kick off our conversation with this question here. Uh, And is I'd like to hear from everybody. What does your ideal partner look like? Like, what are you looking for ideally? Uh, What are some of the components uh, that that make up an ideal partner? uh, Oh, there's some assumptions embedded in that question. Okay, that assumes Mm -hmm. they want a partner in the first place. 
Well, mm. we did give the description of the show. <laughs> <laughs> So, but I, I would say yes. Answer that, but tell us. You know, are you even? You know, like, do you? You know, when you think about dating and marriage, like, is that a goal for you? And if so, what are you looking for? You definitely had pet peeves, but like, when you think about it, you know, how does it show up in your mind when you're out here, quote unquote, in these streets, like you said? Mm. And if so, what you looking for? In these streets. In the streets. <laughs> 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 well, I would say that I'm definitely uh, desirous of partnership. Yeah. I think that's something beautiful about the family unit and about having someone that, um, what's the word here, you can co-labor with as well mm-hmm. as build a legacy with. Mm-hmm. Um, so the ideal is that certainly there has to be a level of, of, of attractionality. Like, you know, um, let's not be, let's not make that 50% of 100% pie is probably one-tenth of the pie. Mm-hmm. And so uh, the other thing is that uh, uh, core values, you know, are, are we family-oriented? Are we willing to uh, be there for each other through some tough times? Are we willing to make sacrifices for a better tomorrow? Um, how do we see uh, ourselves in 20 years versus how do we see ourselves now? It's not about a fun time and a hip time now. Uh, Instagram approved to you that what goes up must come down. Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of stuff that looks good. It has a thousand dollar paint job, but a two dollar <laughs> engine. Um, so core values are key, and um, you know, of course, when the core values, beliefs, practices, uh, traditions all go into that. Mm, interesting. Yeah, that's good. That's good, uh, brother Strayhorn. When uh, when Pastor Hawkins said uh, has to be desirous, I was looking for the tambourine button. <laughs> <laughs> Cause he said a word right there. Um, um, <laughs> my brother, and not to be petty, but like she got to be fine, right? So there's got to be there's got to be that core level of attraction. You know what I'm saying? Just to start building the foundation. Wow. Uh, beyond that, to me, um, you know, she got to be as far as like basic foundation. She has to be rooted in like religion, right? Because you know, as far as like a partner. Like if you, if we not starting from the same understanding of how we moving from day to day, then it's going to be difficult to kind of work through issues. Um, So like that, those two things, you know, for me are like very important. Um, And so those honestly kind of lead into everything else. Right. Because if you're built and your foundation is solid, then we can work through anything that comes up. Because I know what you go to when things get difficult. And so I know that that's a general kind of description, but it's like once you once you find and and you know, Jesus for me, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, okay, if something happened, um, you still gonna look good while you upset. But but, but, but then we all don't pray about it. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But can, I say, can I say amen to that? Amen. amen. <laughs> but then we're going to go pray about it and get through it, right? right. Um, so so that's Lord. kind of... Exactly, exactly. I got so much to say over here, Chris, it's time. Well, I better make this long, so, you know. <laughs> make it loquacious. No, uh, Chris, make it loquacious. Like the women were, loquacious. Yeah, okay, well, you know, let's expound. Let's oh. talk about it. Let's you know, I it. think it's very important that we have the same core values because <laughs> my core values are probably not going to change. I'm rooted. Mm. But here's the deal. I need somebody mm. who understands me. Mm. This is what I'm figuring mm. out. Because there are a lot of people out there that you could date that will look good 
but will they understand you? So mm. that's kind of where I'm at with it. I better keep talking, though. You know, quiet. <laughs> okay. So that's interesting because uh, so it's funny that each of y'all are like I'm. I'm trying to think if the ladies even. I mean, they mentioned like looks a little bit, but it's it's important. So they're confirming that yes, the looks matter. Most to definitely. Men. Mm-hmm. Like looks matter to men, and then faith matters if that's a, a value for you. But like in the pool of population, that's like. A billion women, right? Uh, <laughs> I, it's, it's a billion women that'll say that mm-hmm. until, Ooh, and, and, until yeah, you get into yeah, it, yeah. right? Because, for an example, like if y'all are dating and you know she's a communication person, I'm a communication person. If she calls and I don't pick up, then that's where that being rooted comes in. Like she's gonna jump too well. You must be Ooh, up to something because no. you didn't pick <laughs> up. You got to chill. Exactly. Oh, and, and to my brother's point, you got to chill. But this is like those things, that being rooted helps you work through those things. You can mm-hmm. say, hey, look, you know, we both busy. Um, I, I I was had something else going on. I text you when I got through. This is the kind of the understanding of what's happening. And will she accept that? Will she understand that? Or will she go somewhere else? Got it. Yeah. And that helps us to understand what trauma that we all bring into the table. Like mm-hmm. some trauma I can definitely help walk with you through. And some trauma I can't. I don't have capacity to. Come on. You know, because um, if it's a trauma of disloyalty and everything is under suspicion, then Mm-mm. you know what? I work around a lot of people and some of them are women. <laughs> we go have problems, you wow. know. So that's wow. the truth. That's, that's good. So we've been having this conversation about definitions, right? Just foundational definitions. And so what it means to be single. Um, so I'm curious about how you guys define single because we've been learning, you know, our my standard definition is single means you're not married. But we've been learning from a lot of singles that, you know, it's actually not. No, it's not in a relationship or I'm not in a committed relationship. You know, that kind of thing that the definition has kind of expanded because, you know, we have a theory that it's kind of like single is getting a bad rep. Um, we don't think that makes sense, but, um, you know, so how do you define and is it important to you to define the nature of relationships? Um, you know, is it important to y'all to define your relationships as you're dating and, and engaging with women? Well, go ahead, Chris. (laughs) I am finding that, uh, you find out when you're at a certain level, there are benchmarks Mm. to getting to a certain place. And I think that in this generation it's basically kind of understood where we're at. We don't do a great job of communicating where we're at. So you usually find out when you arguing about something where you at. (laughs) Interesting. (laughs) And and I kind of echo that too, because I know for me, like I'm a big communication person. And so I think, you know, discussing the terms and the parameters of what we doing as best as it can helps to prevent some issues. Right. Because and then to that point, I think I think single is not in a relationship. And so I actually had this conversation earlier this week where a lot of people think single is not married. And so to mm-hmm. me, single was like, you ain't, you're not my girlfriend. You know what I mean? Single is just that. Like, we're both free right. to do whatever we can whatever. do. Um, mm-hmm. But for me, I think that's why having those conversations early, you know what I'm saying? Or as you kind of progress, lets you know, okay, well, I think, you know, this person understands my definition and we can work beyond this or 
they crazy. I don't, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 I am not from here. Exactly. Like, like maybe we should stop here. So, uh, oh. you know, I, I think I think having those kind of conversations, discussing those parameters up front, definitely helps both uh, parties in the long run. And I think singleness is, I think it's my definition of singleness is uh, I'm not in a relationship, mm-hmm. you know, um, doesn't mean I'm not married. I, I, I don't have time to play with the myth or the new definition of singleness. It's a waste of my resources, Come on. whereby people say date as many people as you can until someone proposes to you <laughs> or until you are like, that's a real absolute waste of my emotional mm-hmm. bank account. I don't have that many faces to put on. I don't have that many outfits right. to put on. And I don't have that much money to go to restaurants. Um, I'm sorry Come if on. that's what you want. And I think that's a trauma response, right? Mm. It's a trauma response that says, no, you date as many people as you can until someone says, uh, I want to marry you. Uh, because they're saying that I don't want to deal with the rejection I had in a previous era of my life. Mm. Uh-uh. I, mm. I think you do the hard work of investigation and due diligence. But singleness means... Um, uh, well, singleness means I'm not in a relationship. And so when I'm dating somebody, it means I don't have a one and a pass. I ain't playing spades. Mm. <laughs> Got a strong hand. Mm. <laughs> 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 and, and, and that's a foreign thought process because we all struggle with betrayal or disloyalty. So mm. are you saying you're dating? Is that kind of a dating with intent direction? Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, so when you're dating, you're like focusing on one person at a time is what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Got you. Got you. Wow. And for that, we we use this phrase when we were talking to the ladies, like essentially at that point, you consider yourself off the market. Yeah, I consider myself off the market until further notice. Interesting. Mm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. I like that until further notice. (laughs) That is an important factor. Yeah. Until I tell you something different. (laughs) I like that. So how do you, let's talk about the whole um, process, you know, just the getting to know the approach process. Right. So um, the ladies wanted to know, um, you know, what's the approach process um, or not? Like, are we, do you, how are you approaching? Do you pr- like to be approached? Are there rules of engagement? Like, oh. Yeah, what's the rules of engagement yeah. in, in being single and mature? Do you have to step to her? Does she have to step to you? What's the, the rule? The rules, there are, rule? they're very important. You, you, okay. you, you got to, let me not start, just straight on. No, <laughs> so, hey, I, I'll, I'll jump in because, because I, I don't know, I, th- I think it varies. And I was I was going to lean towards like, it really, it really ain't no rules, right? It, it just kind of depends mm. on the situation. I think ideally the man should approach the woman. Um, mm. You know what I'm saying? That's just from my traditional standpoint. I think you have to, you know, got to pull up on her and let her know, hey, this is what I'm feeling. This is what I'm thinking. That's very um, true. And I think the context of that sometimes changes. Like if mm. you're in like a work environment or something like that, she can show interest. But I think the emphasis initially still is on the man. Um, mm. And I do think, you know, that that interest has to be reciprocal, right? Like I think the man should pursue, but I think it shouldn't be just a pursuit to where like there's no response. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, I think like at a certain point she has to say, okay, well, this is worth you continuing your pursuit or you can take somebody else to the Cheesecake Factory because this is not, you know, the move. Because so, some will have you pursuing to you faint. Seriously. You'd be like, I'm coming. I'm coming, girl. I'm coming. 
It's like I ain't even had running shoes on. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's very important. All things must be considered in pursuit. <laughs> you know. So, Chris, you seem to have some passion around this Ooh. topic. What were you going to say? I'm just saying rules of engagement are very important. I think that environment is important. Mm-hmm. Where what I'm doing, what you're doing is very important because I'm not going to receive you if I'm doing something else, you know? Mm. So mm. a lot of people, a lot of young ladies don't understand this part. Mm. I'm not bashing. Nah, I'm so good. what's the turn? What's the turn off? What's the turn off? What's the not to do? If I'm working, don't interrupt me. Mm. <laughs> is that rude? Mm. No. Depends. I don't think that's rude. I don't think it's rude either. I'm focused. I don't like to be interrupted when I do work from day to day. Like, leave me alone. So that's why. That's why I say con- context comes into play, right? Because like, if I'm in the middle of working and you can see me working, like, you can wait till I take a break. You know that's what I mean? I'm like, saying. You know, because like I, I would do the same thing, right? And like women say that all the time. For an example, right? Like at the gym, it's a not a, a lot of nice. It's a lot of nice looking women at the gym, but mm. while she in the middle of her workout, I'm not gonna run up and be like, right. Hey, what's going what's on? Up? Hey. Like, oh, oh, mile yeah, number four. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Like, you, you running real well today. All right. You know what I mean? Just yesterday, I was in Home Depot to purchase something to put on my garage floor. I'm painting my garage floor. Mm-hmm. And I walk in, and I just got my hair cut. You know, I, I got my I got my J's on. Crispy. I'm crispy, Doc. I'm crispier than Kentucky Fried Chicken, right? <laughs> And I walked down a paint out and I've been, it's just a Home Depot I've never been to. I, it's just a different one because I was looking for a product that the other ones didn't have. And and, and and the sister girl looked at me and she pulled her mask off, man. Uh-oh. She did <laughs> mask oh, me. And I saw her, right? I caught her out the catacord of my eye. I'm checking her out as I'm moving in slow motion. And I saw her and she just stared at me like, uh-oh. And I was like, ain't the time, baby. I'm here to shop for a garage stuff. So I'm like, <laughs> Just for the time. <laughs> the garage takes precedence. You know, you gotta get it. Yeah. But but I also think that romantic it's a romantic idea. And I'll speak from my position as being both a leader and a pastor, is that it's it's ideal for the man to pursue, but it's also very risky in today's mm. hashtag Me Too generation. Mm-hmm. Um, and this idea of I'll call it um body count scandalizing Mm -hmm. is that even if you say, Hey, I really find you to be attractive. That's a screenshot to be used for later damage. Mm -hmm. So I find myself not pursuing or have not pursued because in some cases I could risk my entire legacy. Very true. Just showing interest. And to that point, I have been in the courtroom where text messages have been admitted mm. saying Uh-oh. just that. Do you know what That's I mean? It's a legal document. It's a legal document. And it's just like, what is the line if there is one between showing interest and stalking? You know what I'm saying? Mm. And, and, Very good. And, and, and women got to chill, man, because they like want male interest. And when they get male interest, I sit on Facebook, I sit on social media accounts, and they will say, stay out my inbox. Well, what do you but want? Uh oh. Uh oh. You want to go and then you want to stop. Like, what is the what is the middle ground of mature engagement? Like, mm. I ain't commenting on your body parts. I'm not commenting on anything that's risque. I am saying simply, wow, you're a very nice person. Could we 
have an opportunity to talk. Stay out of my inbox. Leave me a, like, whoa. So I still wait. Mm-mm. Nope. Wow. God bless you. Send a flare up. Let me know you're interested. So how, how are you? That's what I was going to say. So. Send a flare up. Right. Shoot the flare. Okay. Shoot an AK-47 in the air. Let me know. Just so I know. So how are you meeting women? How do you meet Great women these days. I don't meet them. I was. <laughs> I go to Home Depot and buy a paint. <laughs> I was asked this by a young lady that I'm dating. She asked me, well, if you didn't have Instagram and stuff for so long, how are you meeting people? I talk to people because the, the DM stuff, I'm, I'm not interested. So, you know, mm-hmm. you just talk to people. You happen to see people out, have a conversation. I think we got away from that. Mm, a lot, that's good. You know, so, everything's Oh, that's so interesting because you say we've gotten away from that because... I would I can hear the women saying stranger danger, right? Like the gas station situation and all of that. Women are very cautious and, and rightfully so. So it is really tricky. Um, that's interesting. So those dynamics, too, you know, particularly from like as a black man in America. Right. Yeah. So like in same thing with black women. Right. There's so many other things that we have to think about in those just day to day encounters. You know what I'm wow. saying? That it complicates it that much more. And then you add that everybody walk around with masks on that. Mm. You know what I mean? So, like, you got to get up on somebody to see them. And so then by the time you get up on them, you got to try to determine, are they here, mm. you know what I'm saying, to cause danger or harm? And so it's like you're running through all this in your mind where it just comes down to the point to where, you know what, I'm just going to go ahead and walk on out. Because um, yeah. in that way, you know what I mean? Right, it's right. Just, yeah. safer way. Mm-hmm. So two questions. What do you think about online dating? And do you like to be set up by friends and family doable and doable okay i mean it's it's the modern marketplace like i think that we are so busy and spread out in today's time it used to be that we would stay on the same block or stay in the same four blocks now we're so spread out that online is an alternative Mm. but then if you got good friends and they see somebody that they know kind of you flow with it's always Mm -hmm. good to take it as a suggestion but you know, do you do do your research? Cause some of your friends be setting you up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you down. For real. <laughs> so this is a debate that Dr. Payne and I had when we were talking about setting up this series. And um, you know, I was he was like, men don't talk about relationships. They don't. They don't want to talk about getting married. They don't want to mm-hmm. talk about that. Not and in the, not that they not in the same way or with the same fever. Like it's not top of mind express the thought that, hey, marriage, 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 relationship, relationship, relationship. But I'm like, they're 50% of all the marriages, you know, all the straight marriages. So I'm just like, it didn't make sense to me. And so I'm just like, what is it? Like, it's very easy and commonplace for women to be expressive and say, yes, marriage is my goal. Um, That's what I want. That kind of thing. Mm. Is it not the same with single men? Like, is marriage is marriage your goal? And if so, why y'all ain't talking about it? So I, I think it's different for, and I can speak for me personally, marriage is definitely the goal. Um, but it's just like the articulation of all the nuance is mm-hmm. not something that I think about 
a lot, mm-hmm. right? And so for me, it's just like when I meet that person, you know what I'm saying, then me and her gonna kind of hash that out. But I, I don't know, it's just not something that I get that deep in conversation about. That might sound a little weird, right? And so it's just like, I mean, I think, you know, like I said, you meet somebody and you can say that the goal's the same and they can come with a full analysis and ask you, like, are you thinking about marriage? And you'd be like, yeah. What's next? Yeah, about, exactly. about the football game too. Hey, so right. next, you know? <laughs> now what? Who won? Well, it's not the. It's not the thing. It's not all consuming. It's not top of your mind. You know when it happens, it happens. Is that what you're saying? Uh, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. I would say that because the way that we are um, as men, and I just speak from a traditional point of view, I think we're more uh, focused in on the grind of providing and the grind of building a a kingdom to bring her into versus thinking about what color the invitations are going to be. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, so I think our energies are wired differently. Mm -hmm. You know, talk talk to me about, you know, what I want to do to my man cave. It's like, yeah, man, I want my man cave to be Mm -hmm. dot dot. We'll give you every detail from the bottle opener to the carpet color, Mm -hmm. to the flooring, to the TV size and all of that, because it's just how we are wired to, we're wired to build, Mm -hmm. right? We're wired to, to bring you into our world. And Mm -hmm. so I think we'll spend a lot of energy on that Mm -hmm. versus saying to men, like I'll talk to brothers about that all day, but Hey man, I think I'm, I think I'm ready to get married. I'll tell you. <laughs> Very good. We all be looking at each other like, like dude, you might want to. <laughs> you in the wrong circle. <laughs> this ain't your group. <laughs> you in the wrong spot group. Hey, man. Hey. Get out of here. here. And I think that is terrible. <laughs> I think Mm-mm. that's terrible. So, so men operate in packs. Like there's a in, in groups, we talk about things that everybody can talk about. That helps to. But y'all to, are in relationships. Well, but that don't mean that's yeah. what we lead right. with. And sometimes <laughs> we want to be careful with how we re- present her. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, we want to present important. her in an honorable way, and we want to protect our private life too. Right. You know, it's like, man, I ain't gonna let you in on my world. Right. Like, yeah, I'm dating Anne. And then I'll interject there too to what something that he said, but that was very key. It's just like if it's something that we're protecting and there's value there to us, we're not going to lead with that because there's value there to us. Exactly. So like, and like, I've been in situations where I'm dating a girl, be like, hey man, check this out, man. You know what I'm saying? Be- because like in that situation, there wasn't a lot of value there, right? Mm. Like, Interesting. Yeah. So I mean, it's like he don't care. So obviously, it's unspoken. Okay. Wow. Wow. This wow. is fascinating. It is. It is very fascinating. Hey, fellas, so uh, let me ask you this. Um, it's commonly thought that if a woman reaches a certain age and she's never been married, that there may be something wrong oh, with her. Oh, my Lord. Uh, I'm not. <laughs> my, my, my signal getting a little choppy. Right. So, <laughs> <I'm working. laughs> so two part question. Number one, uh, have you ever, do you subscribe to that, uh, to that idea? And do you have an idea uh, if you, if not, why other men do? So I'll be the first one to jump in on this. Um, so I, I don't subscribe to that. Right. And so I'll tell you why. It's because I think this generation is a little different in regards to the way they approach like the traditional model of like family and career. 
right? So, like, I can speak to, like, my family's generation. Like, the routine path was to, you know, go to school, you know, find somebody that you can marry, find a job for life. Y'all get married early and kind of work from there, right? And Mm -hmm. so I went to uh, Morehouse College. That's a shameless plug. Shout out to Morehouse. (laughs) Um, And so I know a lot of Spelman women as well, right? And so it's, it's a lot of them that I know that are, you know, got two and three degrees or are well into their career path and are not married, right? And that's because, you know, they put a priority on making sure that what they wanted to do professionally was done. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I know I personally don't hold that against them that they're Mm -hmm. not married. It's just like, look, you know, she is on her grind and, you know, things didn't fall into her or fall into place for her at this point, but that doesn't say anything negatively about her to me. Mm -hmm. I would agree. I mean, I think that even I wouldn't say that there's something wrong with you because there's something wrong with me. So we Absolutely. all have some, you know, but at the same time, I'm definitely going to test what you say. And I think that in dating, I'm getting a lot of slack because I'm going to test now. You say you would like to be married. OK, do you know what that looks like? Do you know or are you worried about that date? If you worried about that date, you're going to hate me because I'm going to play on that. Mm. But. If you worried about being married, okay. So if somebody says at an older age, I would like to be married, do you really want to? Because there's some stuff you got to change to do that. Mm. And so it, what about the reverse? Is there something wrong with single men that are mature and never married? Yeah. I mean, not necessarily never married. I mean, I'm divorced, so I'm a mature man. So uh, by virtue of life, um, I got some things that I had to work through so that I can be represented in this new era of what it means to be married in a healthy way. I think part of the struggle is that, you know, we marry because it was the thing to do. Uh You know, you marry because, hey, let's hurry up because everyone else is doing it. Uh So there's a lot of motivations that are sophomoric. Like what Justin said. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And now we're we're mature. Uh, But I don't want to say something's wrong with men or women. I think that that is a myth out there, though. Uh I would say that the myth continues to, uh, what's the word, morph because it's like, man, she's so fine and nobody, Uh nobody locked her down. Uh Like, no. Uh Like, she got 400 million Instagram follows and ain't nobody mm. putting no lock on our finger. Mm. And so we say, man, listen, something under the hood ain't mm. operating right. <laughs> Keep it moving. So I, I think we definitely um, have these myths. But for me, I think like what Justin said is that we just live in a different time. Women mm. have to, in by and large, fend for themselves more than they did in the past. I mean, that's what they say about, I mean, the, the ladies were willing to admit that about men too, you know, because they feel like the ratio, right, particularly with black men and women, 10 to 1 or whatever it is. So it's like if you're mature and as a man and you haven't found someone with all that's available then it must be something wrong with you or you're a player or what have you. Very interesting. So, fellas, do y'all have lists that you keep that certain women have to hit certain qualifications in order to uh, and you can call this a, a list of standards, qualifications, mm-hmm. anything that you have that these things, these are your non-negotiables in terms of somebody you'll get into a committed relationship with. Yeah. 
Yes. What's, what's on the list? What's on the list? <laughs> well, I, so I mean, I won't be the top. I don't, I don't want to be values. The, we heard that. Okay, already. so there you go. That's a list. That's a list. That's a good starting point. That's a list. Now, when it comes to like women it's saying be more she's because you're no. still single, you can't. So you're saying you haven't found pretty in value. I mean, but the thing is, values. It's like a subsidiary. There are values in here you got to get. And if you're not getting that, sorry, we got to roll. And I would agree with with, what both of the brothers said. It's just like there are other subsidiaries of the values, but I know there's some. Inquiring minds want to know. Okay. Okay. So so for me, it's like um, you got to You got to be able to have a conversation. Right. right? Because Mm -hmm. being with a pretty face that you cannot talk to is not a good thing. Right. It's horrific. Yeah, it is not. It's not fun. Um, so you got to be able to have a conversation, well spoken, um, and then for me, it's like you got to be, you got to, you got to have like a backbone, right? And so that means like knowing who you are as a person outside of us together, right? Mm-hmm. Because I think from a professional standpoint, like if we dating and we go to like a networking event or event or something like that, um, then you got to know, you know, what I'm saying how to operate in there independently of yourself. So those are two kind of specifics for me that's under that, you know, value section. She gotta have a shape too. That helps. I mean, the shape is that not a bad thing. Helps. I'm that just saying, helps. you asked for specifics and yeah, I mean, we talked yeah, about attractionality. Yeah. I'm just gonna say what right. I said. But when have that's you went to a dime a dozen? When have you went to the car dealership it's to buy than, a dirty car? It's gotta be deeper than that. <laughs> I, I never said did that. and. <laughs> I didn't say only. I didn't say that's all. In addition. It, in, it addition in addition to, right, you know, you asked for it. Now, women probably said he has to be six foot four. He has to be chocolate. He has to be muscular and He's got to be Harvard degree and a master's plus. He got to get some money, and you don't get no money. He got to be able to put me on. I got to be able to go to shopping without, you know, on behalf of the delegation. I cannot stand for this. (laughs) Okay, so here's what we haven't talked about. Sex. (laughs) Important. Very important. Like water is to a fish. So here's my question. I am curious if sex is a barrier to commitment and marriage. Under the right circumstances, it can be. In my opinion. So I feel I, I'm curious if part of the reason why men are less concerned about commitment and marriage is because they get sex on the frequency. I would say yeah to that. I would say by and large, um, the, I mean, we're just living in a sexual revolution. I think in 10 years, we'll look back on this time frame and say, wow, like we wild out. Like this whole generation was wilding out. I think a lot of young men that I get to talk to who say, why? And I hate to use the, I'm not going to use that term, but they say often, why should I commit when I'm getting everything I want? Right. So I do agree it's a problem. I think, I think it can be. I think there's a maturity factor there as well. Right. Because okay. like after you have sex with the person, you still got to deal with the person. 
Right. right. And so regardless of how you getting and I not, I think you was getting right. towards the why get the cow, you know, get the milk, pay for the milk and you right. can get the cow for free. <laughs> you know? So well, I, 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 I'm, I'm going to infer it. I'm going to infer it and just kind of leave it there. Big um, difference. But I, I think there there's like some different values there too. You know what I'm saying? Because you still got to deal with the person. I think if that's your focus going in, then that's going to be yeah, what you're there you for. You know what I'm saying? So you're not going to think of anything beyond that. If you're looking for a relationship, I think that's part of it. But like you still got to enjoy that person enough outside of that to be like, I I want to see you right. like tomorrow and talk to you the next day. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. In order to make the commitment. Mm-hmm. But if you if you don't, the um, impetus to make the commitment isn't there because you kind of, you know, your other needs yeah. are being fulfilled. Right. So there's no real impetus to make a commitment. And if it's not, you know, if you're not, if it's not happening here, then you can really kind of move on to the next and the next, um, which makes it, you know, it's a, it's a difficult climate. Uh, it, Although y'all saying it's hard to meet people, but you are, you do pretty much regularly meet people. When are you, do you? The thing I will speak for myself. Home Depot. Is there a shortage right. or no? It's definitely a shortage. <laughs> it's a shortage. It is a shortage. It's a shortage. Yeah, I mean, okay. it just depends on where you at and what you're looking for. Because when you get okay. to the point where that's, that's void, I've mm. gotten tired of this and you start to figure out, okay, what does commitment look like? Is it good for me? And you find out it is. And it's like, okay, now my values are shifting. Nice. And it's like, so if my values are shifting, it's hard to meet somebody who meets, first of all, well, we're going to keep hitting on it. You look good and you meet these values that I'm on now. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, there's definitely a shortage of that. You're not going to find it. I feel like we're going to need a values checklist Mm. to help bring out what these values these men keep talking about, but they can't (laughs) articulate. Because we keep, are they talking about it? They like, you know, we know it when we see Stop. it. Yeah, we gotta, exactly. We got we to look specific. Start telling the truth. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what? So what values? We've mentioned them. Okay. I didn't, I heard communications, faith. 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 Mm-hmm. Faith. Fine. Y'all want me to say it again? Hit us again. Stop lying. <laughs> that, is true. that is not going to help us get anywhere. Thanks. David, what, what, what's your core? Family. Family. Yeah, yes. very core. Um, career, or should I say self actualization? Mm-hmm. Self actualization. I, I want you to be the best you you can be because if yes. we both are being the best, best persons that we can be together mm-hmm. yes. and that gives us such great joy to say hey i'm happy to be with you yep. yes i want to yep. see that hustle now I, by hustle i don't mean you got to be a baller i just want you to do what you're passionate about in life i want you to do it to levels of evolution like keep yeah. evolving keep mm-hmm. growing in that and i mm-hmm. want to be your biggest cheerleader behind that yeah the beauty of that is when you get that you grow together like and, and you can have this great relationship where you're both each other's biggest cheerleader and you're yep. living out the highest and best expression of who you are. And you bring something to the table when we go to dinner. Yeah. Nice. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I guess that it's not that it's not being articulated. I think what the biggest difference I'm hearing is you all are just not not stressing about it. Not to say that women are stressing about it. It's just 
again, you're more organic about it. It's not your first priority. Um, and even when you do meet someone, it's still not necessarily top of mind. Well, I, I wouldn't say that, though, right? Because I think, and I know okay. I can speak for me personally, like once you meet somebody who has cleared like that initial set of hurdles and like yeah. you're kind of starting to lock in, like, okay, she might be able to check off those check marks. Then, okay. then I start shifting my priorities, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, to her to say, well, if I think she can be this, let me start putting this attention over here to see okay. if she responds in the way that I think she would respond. Got it. Got it. Do you feel like you show up with as a with a representative initially when you meet women? The ladies talked about representatives. I don't think I show up with a representative, but I'll show up listening intently. Okay. You know, I'm trying to hear what you're saying, but instead of talking, I don't think you learn anything talking. Thanks. Interesting. I need to hear what you think. And then I'll in return, let you know what I think about what I just heard. Okay. Hmm. I think that's fair. So you don't necessarily show up giving your full self right away. Not not at all. You you have to protect yourself. Hmm. Okay. I'm I going think to we all present ourselves, right? <laughs> we all like I don't go to my interview in pajama pants. <laughs> right? We all have a level of presentation. The key right. is that I think one of my pet peeves was a lack of authenticity hmm. is even in that presentation is that really you though? Like I don't mind getting a page of you, but if that page don't exist once I say I do, you lied to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a lie. And so that's the issue too, right? It's just like going through all those pages to determine which one is actually mm-hmm. real, right? Mm-hmm. Because the Instagram and the Facebook profiles, oh, everybody man. is somebody else right. on there. And it's like, I got to do all this work, right? Mm-hmm. So are you worth me putting all this work in to figure right. out which page is the real page? Because we don't have the time anymore. We're over that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Mature yeah. and busy women that is really walk, walking in what they feel um, their gift or their career is, they don't have time right. to have a whole lot of presentations. Mm-hmm. It's just too much work. Wow. 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 This has been fun. This has been a lot, of, a, a lot of fun. And as we prepare to wrap, I got one more that I want to throw out to you, gentlemen. Uh, so we talk about this idea of alignment quite a bit. And alignment, we define it as the ability to have easy agreement between two things. Uh, and so uh, what would you leave? Uh, what, what would you want women to know about alignment and um you know, getting into alignment with someone to know, yes, this is, you know, a relationship that'll work. No, this is not a relationship uh, that'll work. What is it that you would want women to know uh, to help more easily determine alignment in relationships with men? I'm not telling them anything. Figure it out. I'm telling you nothing. You, you get no clues. <laughs> Justin said communication is key. Well, I'm not telling y'all nothing. I would like to communicate to you. You need to figure it out. <laughs> I'm just playing. Oh no, I would. I would I'm just sure. say. I would just say communicate, right? Because I mean, in life, you're not gonna always agree on everything. But if like right. we both understand fundamentally, all right, I, I'm not saying anything out of malice. You know what I'm saying? So we can agree to disagree. Having that level of communication, I think, is a is a great start. And it sounds basic, but I think, you know, having that is, is a huge thing to build off of. I think the most important thing I've learned is it's OK to agree to disagree. 
disagreeing doesn't mean we're enemies. It just means that I don't do this. You do. That's cool. But we're different. We came from different households. We were raised differently. Everything about us is different. So trying to align yourself, we need to understand there are going to be some uh, reconciliation within that. So you think this way about it. I think this way. There's no right or wrong, but we need to figure out something on the middle ground because if not, we're just here for nothing. Hmm. That's what I'm figuring. Yeah, my answer is loaded. I think it's acceptance. I lead with acceptance. Like I literally believe every relationship can survive if there is a level of acceptance. I accept you as flawed. I accept you as human. I accept you as being a work in progress, right? I'm not expecting you to be perfect. I'm not expecting you to have it all figured out. And by that, that allows me to cross that bridge of negotiation that I'm not seeing you as malicious if you don't meet one of my criteria um, per se. And not that I should be the one setting criteria, but you get my point. And then inside of that, I, I just believe that our faith, like that line of demarcation for me is our faith. We got to have the same foundational faith beliefs. It can't be no, you love Jesus somewhat and I love Jesus a lot. Like it's got to be, hey, let's hustle. This is what I believe in. I'm climbing the mountain. I want to see God do great things. Are you with me? Um, Because a jealous spouse, male or female, is a dangerous, Mm. dangerous scenario. And so acceptance and I'll say the same hustle when it comes to belief. Nice. Wow. Gentlemen, thank you. I hope you felt supported. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for the good brothers. (laughs) We so we so appreciate you all. Um, and I'm sure the listeners will appreciate it as well. They will send in questions. We will do um for those of you all that can join us, the Facebook Live thing. Uh yeah, we appreciate y'all. Thank you so much. And and uh we wish you the beautifulness that comes when you find, you know, that partnership and uh when it's time. Thank you so much. Thank you. We appreciate you. Thank you for having me. Thank you all. All right, y'all. We're going to call that an episode. Thank you so much for listening. Please share it as always with um, someone who needs to hear it. And as always, um, you can hit us up in social media to submit your questions for our um, Thursday night live, 7 p.m. Central. And we will see you same time, same place next week. See you. Bye. This is Life, Love and Leadership. The Life, Love, and Leadership podcast is a presentation of Marissa Q. Payne International, Dr. James Payne Speaks, and the Foundation for Successful Marriages with Rare Gem Productions. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube to learn more about our guests, show notes, services, events, or to get involved, visit SuccessfulMarriages.org. Life, Love, and Leadership is another positive production of Rare Gem Productions. Thanks for listening.